A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash a mad butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. A huge thank you to each and every one of you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today and getting involved with the channel. It means the absolute world. Don't forget about our Halloween art competition. Full details are on our Discord. Come over there, get involved. Link is down in the description. And let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now our first story comes from JDX2 and it does follow with an update titled Would I be the asshole for potentially ruining my fiance's happiness? Long time lurker, first time poster. English is not my first language. I hope I'll get some inside wisdom with this post. My fiance and I are getting married soon and her sister is her bridesmaid. However, sister-in-law won't come to the wedding if her boyfriend Nick isn't invited or welcome. I don't know Nick very well, but what I heard and know about him, I'm not very keen on having him in our wedding. When we announced that we were getting married and before we invited anyone, Nick invited himself. That rubbed me already the wrong way. His reason was that he hasn't been to a lot of weddings yet. For context, my wedding will be the first wedding I'll attend, so his reason is not that strong in my opinion. He already tried to come unannounced to our home when my sister-in-law was staying there for an internship she had and expected to be fine with us. In hindsight, I shouldn't be that surprised that he invited himself. Furthermore, my in-laws don't want him to be left at home, their home where he also lives, because they don't trust him to be left alone there. So when Nick comes to my home, I'll have to keep an eye out, which will probably cause more stress on that day. For my fiance, family is really important and that's why I'm torn about this question. I know it's my wedding too, but my fiance will be heartbroken if her sister isn't there because Nick isn't invited. So would I be the asshole if I didn't invite him, resulting in my sister-in-law not being there and therefore ruining my fiance's happiness? And there is an edit which gives some additional info, so we'll cover that straight away, which says edit. Some people ask for a little more information. Why I don't want him to be there and what my fiance is thinking of him. My fiance is on the same page as me if we're talking about Nick. She also found it quite important that he just didn't invite himself even before we send out the invitations. Still haven't sent them yet. We did talk about not inviting him. However, her dislike of him is less than her love of her sister and wants him to be there if that means her sister is there. I still haven't made a choice in this matter. That's why I made this post. We're still thinking about having no plus ones because of restrictions, so here be the exception in that case. Yes, he does live with my in-laws. However, he never asked and they never agreed. He just slept there one night and never left. What? He's also controlling, like my sister-in-law has to go where he's going and the other way around, and she cannot wear sexy clothes, her words. I think he doesn't trust her to go to a wedding alone. My biggest reason for him not to be there is he took my stuff from my in-laws, and when confronted, he didn't make a big deal out of it. And before we jump into the comments on this one, you have to consider that some of these posts may have been made before the edit was made. So 
they may not have that additional information if it matters at all. So Bacon Egg and Cheese SPK says, you're the arsehole. It's perfectly reasonable that the boyfriend of the maid of honor assumed he would be invited to the wedding. Not inviting him and thus preventing your fiance from her sister slash maid of honor at the wedding seems petty and punitive. You are risking destroying your fiance's relationship with her sister for absolutely no good reason. Rinner says, yeah, you'd be the asshole. At this level of relationship, you should know how to compromise with your SO and you should be talking to her about it. If family is so important to her and it would ruin the day for her, then you should at least try finding a way of making this happen and not just decide that you're not inviting this person because it could possibly be a stressful situation. Narrow Map says, if your in-laws don't trust Nick unsupervising their house, where they allow him to live, they need to evict him. This isn't your fight to have, but it is rude of your in-laws to push to have Nick invited to the wedding so they don't have to worry about him being unsupervised in the house while they're at the wedding. What has Nick done to warrant the distrust? It sounds like he's gauche and good at social faux pas, but why is he an asshole? If you want to bar Nick from your wedding, you probably need a bigger reason than I don't want him there. There must be a reason why your in-laws don't want him in their home without supervision. Has Nick stolen from them? As far as etiquette is concerned, it is rude to invite only one half of an established couple, especially when they live together. So unless you have a good reason beyond a gut twinge, you're the asshole. Katz Rob says you're the asshole. He didn't invite himself. He's a long-term live-in partner. It was totally reasonable for him to be invited. Dealing with this sort of thing is part of being a family. Before and after the wedding, you might be able to keep him out of your house, but it will be a matter for discussion and perhaps compromise with your fiance slash wife. But for the wedding, give the SIL reason. You need to deal with it. Might change the judgment with more specifics on why you didn't want him in your house. I doubt it though. I feel like if they were more specific then, he's a sketchy dude you'd have shared already. Dr. Sasha Gray says not the asshole. He's not your responsibility. M says, you would be the asshole. It's not unreasonable for your sister-in-law to want her boyfriend there. To be honest, it sounds like it would be more grief to not include him. And one more from Sulieka who says, not the asshole. He invited himself and he can't be trusted. Two very good reasons to bar him. And your wedding isn't some sort of entertainment that he can go to just because he hasn't been to many. If your sister-in-law won't come, that's between her and your fiance. And he's not family anyway. And as I said, probably the majority of them comments did come before the update. And I myself found that like before the update, I was thinking, yeah, you're the arsehole. There isn't really much reason. I mean, if it was a new couple, I could sort of see, you know, the partner not being invited. But it sounds like they were, like one comment said, an established couple. So why wouldn't you invite him? And then the edit came in and they gave reasons about why Nick is an arsehole of a person. He can't be trusted to be in parents' house. He suddenly moved in and has been staying there ever since. Has some controlling behaviours. And obviously, always in these cases, I think it's a responsible thing to do to talk to sister-in-law and see if she's happy in a relationship and she's safe and, and, you know, be open to her if she ever needs it. But I'd also think, and, you know, I'm reaching here because I'm going with this controlling behavior thing, is that if you don't invite Nick and he doesn't turn up and sister-in-law doesn't turn up because of it, you're, you know, you're pushing her away from the family. And I'm just basing this on other stories we've read in the past. Like, and I'm not saying, you know, Nick would do this, but I'm just going what we based off in other stories. So I'm being very careful here because I'm not, I don't want to blame someone for if they aren't actually that way. But I'm saying like as a precaution, you know, you don't want to push away a family member that is maybe being controlled 
in that way you don't want to push them away and exclude them from family events because you know that's a perfect scenario for someone who is controlling the behaviors anyway waffled on there but we'll go to the update to see what that says and so update says although my post didn't receive that much attention i wanted to make a proper update to close it after we got married and to reply to the people that took time to comment on my post after I came home that evening, I showed the post to my then fiance. We both had a laugh at how awful I was in the post. She told me I need to work on relaying information better. That was a big mistake on my part to not better describe the problem in my post. She also told me that she also doesn't want him at the wedding and we were on the same page. However, she said that she wanted her sister to be there more than she didn't want Nick to be there. I said I accepted the judgment as people pointed out that Nick would probably dig his own grave and that it would cause more drama to not invite him and I wanted my sister-in-law there more too. So we put him on the guest list and once the invites were already sent out, we sent one to him too. We got confirmation from sister-in-law that both of them were going to be there. We had made plans with him in it and proceeded as usual. But here's the good part. Two days before the wedding, my in-laws arrived from France but Nick wasn't there with them. They told us he didn't want to get vaccinated and he didn't want to get tested before they were going. You need to show a negative test or prove vaccination before entering into the Netherlands. We told them two months in advance and they were either vaccinated or tested, but Nick didn't want to. We looked at each other and asked ourselves if we should be pissed because we had everything planned or happy that he wasn't there. In the end, we couldn't give a crap because we were too tired at that point. We had a lovely sunny day with the people we loved, including sister-in-law. And I think the update is a pretty positive one. Obviously, they should keep an eye on that relationship with sister-in-law if they are that concerned and, you know, keep in touch with her. But in this particular story, I think it's worked out a dream scenario for OP. But what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Throw Away Favoring. Titled, Am I the Arsehole for Favoring One Niece Over My Other Nieces and Nephews? I, 25 female, have a niece 6 from my older sister, 32. I heard through the family vine my sister was pregnant, so I reached out to congratulate her, but she didn't seem all interested in her pregnancy. After she gave birth, she signed over my niece to the father's side of the family and moved on with her life, later getting engaged and having three kids with another guy. Almost a year later, I found out from another relative she gave her because she didn't like the way she looked. For reference, she has very dark complexion, brown eyes, and type 4 hair. We are white, and told her father, you either take her before I leave the hospital or she goes into the system. When I confronted my sister about it, she said that wasn't what she was looking for in a mixed baby. And I should mind my business because she's not mine. I tried to ask her information about the father's side as I wanted to reach out to see if it was okay to be a part of her life. No one would tell me anything. I have in the past reached out to her about my other nieces and nephews to be a part of their lives, but she didn't seem to be interested. During the 2020 lockdown, I found it was the perfect time to look for my niece. I found her aunt on social media. I messaged her explaining who I was and asked if it's okay to be a part of my niece's life. She contacted her father and grandmother to set up time to talk. After some talking, they agreed I could, but after some time of getting to know me, as they didn't want my niece getting attached and I bouncing later on, leaving her wondering where I went. After two weeks of getting to know the family, they introduced me to my niece and we instantly bonded. We talk almost every day and she calls me Titi. I am on good terms with the whole side of the family. 
Her grandmother says she appreciates all the effort I put in to be in part of her life and can see how much my niece adores me. This year, my niece has started school, so I bought her a whole bunch of clothes and school supplies. The sister posted pictures and videos of the gift box on Instagram. So this is where we currently are. My sister has a fake profile and saw the post. She is saying I'm selfish for contacting them when she told me not to. How could I be favoring my niece over my other nieces and nephews? I reminded her I've tried countless times to reach out to her and build a relationship with them, but she's always shut me down. She said if she knew I had money to spend like that in the kids, then she would have been okay with it. She wanted my niece's info so she could reach out to her and I told her it wasn't my place to give it to her and I'd have to ask. She said, but I'm her mummy. I admit I got mad and cussed her out for abandoning my niece because of how she looked. She told my whole family I'm trying to replace her and steal her life. My family started calling me, texting me, telling me I'm selfish for choosing her over her other kids. I think that in some ways this one was pretty simple to me in that, you know, the sister abandoned her child. So she's not really the mummy anymore as she still claims to be. And with that not being part of her child's life, she doesn't have any say in who is a part of her child's life. So if aunt wants to get involved, then absolutely aunt can get involved and get in contact. It's none of her business anymore. Simply put, really. Another line that jumped out to me in this one, it said, it said she said, if she knew I had money to spend like that in the kids, then she would have been okay with it. I mean, it just shows her all, her whole attitude, really. I mean, the whole thing shows her attitude, don't get me wrong. But ethereal aura says not the asshole, but you should definitely tell your niece's father and aunt that she is stalking them. It's actually very sweet of you to help out a single dad with back to school. You could have easily followed your family's lead in abandoning your niece for racist and colorist reasons. Instead, you built a relationship with the family and your niece out of love. I definitely have a lot of respect for you. OP replies saying, I've already reached out to her family about the situation. They thank me for not giving out their information and all of the relatives have privated their accounts. The sister thinks it's weird she stalks her account but couldn't reach out to them herself about my niece. They say that my family isn't a reflection on me and I continue to have a relationship with her, which I'm looking forward to. I do feel bad though that my family will never be able to see the value of my niece like I do. Thank you very much for the support. Disney Girl says your sister gave up her rights to the baby. This means she's given up all rights to as to who is involved in the baby's life. You aren't stealing her life. She willingly gave it away. Not the asshole. And White Staunton says not the asshole. This is summed up in one sentence you wrote. She said if she knew I had money to spend like that, in the kids then she would have been okay with it then says unfortunately your other nieces and nephews come with your sister attached you will always be viewed as a cash cow relationships are individual you don't have to have the same relationship with all your relations humans have preferences things for you to consider one your sister gave up any rights to that child that little girl is a stranger to her she has nothing to do with her so your relationship with her is none of her business she doesn't get a say or an opinion. Two, why is your sister who was so adamant about not having a relationship with her daughter suddenly interested? What is suddenly in it for her? Three, you absolutely don't have the moral right to hand out your niece's contact information. Your sister lost the right to that information when she gave her up legally based on her looks, morally. Four, your sister has blocked you from having a relationship with your nieces and nephews until there was some money in it. And one more from French's lawyer who says, what the fuck is wrong with your sister? Actually, don't bother. I don't really care because she's absolutely broken inside. 
I mean, just for clarification, and then quotes the post again saying, not what I wanted in a mixed baby. Why'd you even speak to such a person? You're not the asshole. Look, you have part of your family that you've been able to reconnect with and forge a bond with. That's awesome, and I'm thrilled your niece's family was willing to invite you in like this because I can totally see their point. Ari not wanting someone from her mother's family to bounce like, well, her mother did. Your niece was robbed of an essential part of her life her mother. She does not know a part of herself as a result. Knowing you and that part of herself is, without question, impossible to put a value on. You are providing her love, affection, and knowledge about who she is. She needs that, and since your sister selfishly refused to provide it, she can go pound sand with her opinions. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Of course, it's going to be a not the arsehole. It has to be a not the arsehole. But it always just shocks me that there is humans out there like this. Well, it doesn't shock me really, but you know what I mean. And we'll move on to the next. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Story. And our next story comes from Am I the Arsehole Nepotism? Am I the Arsehole for saying my ex is successful because of nepotism? My ex and I are expecting a baby. So he accompanied me a few days ago to my appointment. As we were driving home, we made small talk and he brought up the fact that I was considering opening an online baking business with my friend. He basically telling me it was a bad idea because the market was so saturated and we would be better doing something else. I told him he was being condescending and that it was none of his business. He claimed he was just looking out for me and trying to help me prevent me from making a bad business move. He said he had a vested interest in my success now because of the baby. I was annoyed so I told him he didn't know as much about building a successful business from the ground up as he thought he did. My ex is an extremely successful businessman. He works hard but he also had all of the right connections and money needed to get where he is. He was offended by what I said and asked me what I meant. I replied one word, nepotism. Long story short, we ended up having a huge argument because he was so upset by what I said and now he keeps making passive-aggressive remarks about what I said like nepotism paid for that, about anything he pays for. Am I the arsehole? Now to this one, I was... I think it's a you're the arsehole from me. I was leaning towards everyone sucks here because, you know, you both are souring your own relationship when there's a baby on the way, which isn't a great start, is it? But you were driving back, having this conversation, and he starts giving you some business advice, which I know you're excited because you got a bakery business, and then he just like, and he basically just shit on your business saying it wasn't a good move. And I, you immediately came back. To me, it felt like you immediately came back and snapped back because you didn't want to hear that. You wanted to hear it's going to be a success, or yes, go and chase that, or whatever. 
But he said the market is oversaturated with baking businesses. I don't know what it's like. I don't know where these guys are from, but where where I'm from right now, if you look on the local Facebook, there's absolutely loads of people baking cakes and all this kind of thing, cupcakes, birthday cakes, all sorts. It's very oversaturated where I am right now. I think especially especially during lockdown, lots of people had loads of time to do this kind of thing. So to me, that that advice was pretty solid and said he had a vested interest in your success now because of the baby, which is true as well. And it sounds like he wants you to be successful in what you do. But instead of thinking about it logically, you snap back saying, yo, you don't know much about businesses you think you do because of nepotism. So which is why I'm leaning towards you're the asshole for simply starting the argument rather than having, you know, an adult conversation about options with business or maybe making your bakery business a little bit different from everyone else's. Something like that, but I don't know. So you're the asshole for me in this one. But Stormy Weather says everyone sucks here. He's being willfully blind to his privilege, but he's not wrong about it being risky to launch a new business in an oversaturated market with a new baby coming. Here Fishy Fishy says there are plenty of people with connections and money who can't figure out how to make something work. Obviously, it does make it easier to have that, but that alone isn't a guarantee for anything. So your comment is still mean and unjustified. I can see why it upset you because you didn't ask for his opinion, I'm guessing, and who knows, maybe your business will just be better than many others who are already there. Not being sarcastic, on the other hand, maybe because he is successful and cares about you, he felt he could say something. Everyone sucks here. The Final Frontier says, so your ex gives you some pretty sound advice about the restaurant industry and you chose to insult him about having the right network and coming from money. You clearly have a chip on your shoulder. You're the arsehole. Danny B says you're the asshole. His comment was out of concern and meant to be helpful. Your comment was only used as an insult. The food industry sees some of the fastest and biggest failures for new businesses, and that was before the pandemic hit. From one business owner to you, you're going to have problems building your business with that outlook. To be very honest, frowning upon using connections in an industry that is built on connections and networking is just going to make things more difficult for you. When starting out, it is your friends and family that will help you promote you before you're able to build a customer base. And in today's world, their reviews mean everything when attempting to get customers. Everything is public and online. People are more likely to choose the business people are talking about than the one nobody is even speaking of. He had a foot in the door from his family, but he built his success. All the connections in the world wouldn't have made him extremely successful if he didn't put in the work. And one more from Devara of Felines who says, Am I the arsehole for discrediting all the hard work my ex did to become successful because he gave me business advice I didn't like to hear? And says, yes, you're the arsehole. Now, let me know what you guys make of this one. Maybe you guys have started your own small businesses and someone gave you some advice that you didn't like. How did you deal with it? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the Arsehole for telling my father-in-law that he's not the man of the house? Sorry in advance, this is going to need a lot of context. I, male 29, married into a family that consists of my father, male 62, mother, female 53, and four daughters who for the sake of the story are called Anna, female 32, and Laura, female 31, Jessica, female 29, and my wife, Sarah, female 28. All the sisters are now married with me and my wife being the last ones to do so. 
My father-in-law worked all his life in blue-collar jobs, which is not bad, but believes that blue-collars are the only acceptable job for men. And since none of us work in blue-collar, he's always making snide comments about how we're not real men. Mother-in-law and the sisters are always excusing him, and for the most part, we let it go. Despite how father-in-law remarks how important it's for men to have manly jobs, the reality is he's always been kind of a moocher. He stopped working around 40 and my wife's maternal grandparents footed the bill for him and mother-in-law. Then they left some inheritance which they live off with our occasional help. When the pandemic started, my in-laws' finances weren't great, so they burned through the inheritance faster than usual and eventually lost their home so the family helped. First, they stayed with Jessica who lived closest to them then with Anna and since April with me and my wife and it's been awful. This man will complain over your traditional sexist stuff if he sees me cooking, cleaning or anything that isn't repairing my own car and he hasn't helped at all, doesn't pick up after himself and expect to be served 24-7 in an instant. He demands to be fed first by his wife as he's the man of the house. I hate this phrase since he doesn't even do the chores that are traditionally manly like taking out the trash or minor house repairs and he's acted like this in the other houses he stayed at. Last Friday, we had a small barbecue with my in-laws. Everyone arrived early to help except father-in-law and when he arrived, he only complained everything was done wrong and how he could do it better but when given the chance, he always said, it's not my job to teach us how to do a man's job. So the four of us were really annoyed. Like always, the girls defended him. When it came time to eat, he demanded the biggest steak as he was the head of the family. Anna's husband was serving and he told him that he would give the biggest piece to Laura's husband since we are a guest at his house. He flipped and demanded to be respected as the man of the house. So I simply said, you're not the man of the house. This angered him even more. And I finally added, and you haven't been in a while. Whew record scratch that cut things short and after eating father-in-law and mother-in-law left to a hotel and demanded to stay with someone else because of my disrespect my wife and sister and in-laws are super angry at me and say i should just understand these from another time and not confront him but my brothers-in-law say this is way past due and he needed the wake-up call at the time i felt justified but with everyone angry i feel like i may have overstepped so reddit am i the asshole my first question is, how can he be the man of the house when he doesn't even own a house? I mean, come on now. There's no way you're the asshole in this situation and you need to set those boundaries. They needed to be set way before this happened, I think. And from the rest of the family enabling him all the time and saying he's from a different time, it's not an excuse to get away with that kind of behavior. And putting myself like in father-in-law's shoes and had my family like looking after me and and taking me in their house i'd be so respectful i'll be doing everything i can we've said it in stories before i'll be doing everything i can to help out and you know be polite as possible and all this kind of thing not to get in your way but this guy just tramples all over the place demanding the biggest state because he's the man of the house or the head of the family or whatever it's absolute bullshit not the asshole from me but crafty edition says you spoke the truth to your father-in-law and now he's out of your house that's two good things, OP. Not the arsehole. Yeah, I thought it was a win-win as well. But Ekatrida says, not the arsehole, you served in the best meal of all. A slice of humble pie. <laughs> Raspberry says, not the arsehole, that man is ungrateful, sexist, and entitled. Toxic masculinity at its finest. The real man here is the one who drew the boundary. Well done, OP. 
Tien Scatterbrain says, Not the arsehole. Plenty of older people move with the times. He's just a jerk. It sounds like you're better off now as he doesn't want to stay with you. I don't feel bad that your wife is caught in the middle. It's one thing to let your SO handle their family. It's another to spend months living with constant belittlement. She's the arsehole along with the rest of the enablers. The man of the house, even if it wasn't such a ridiculous concept, is not his house. The nerve. And one more from You Hide the Body who says, I say not the arsehole. It doesn't matter if he's from another time. He's in 2021. He needs to learn and respect and how things are currently. He's been allowed to be that way and they just don't want the conflict. Maybe that is how they do things there, but there is no reason that you should have to sit around and take the disrespect. You or anyone else, because as I see it, that is what comes down that is what it comes down to. Respect. Now, what do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts on all of today's stories? I would love to know your thoughts, verdicts, down in the comments below if you choose to share them. Never any pressure though either. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the channel, and don't forget about our Halloween art competition. Full rules are on our Discord. Come over there, get involved. There's prizes to be won, all that good stuff. Would love to see your entry. There's a couple there already. <laughs> and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Boxes are defeating. Purpose always fleeting. I poise questions to the ceiling like an answer gonna come. Truth is too revealing. Life is easier concealing. All emotions to the start on your heart going numb. I shouldn't be in drive more. I just want to feel alive more. I feel hurt all the time, boy. I can't see straight. I've been running. 